Welcome to the podcast. I'm Rosa Coelho, your host, lifestyle entrepreneur, health coach, and speaker. I've gone from being in complete overwhelm, burning the candle at both ends, and watching my health, relationships, and business suffer, to creating a life with more joy, ease, and abundance. If you're ready to let go of the overwhelm, reclaim your health, and push past your comfort zone so that you can unleash your next level of success to create a greater impact, then sit back as we delve into conversations as well as bring on guests to share with you tools, knowledge, and real action steps to get you there. Listen in because you never know when you may hear something that changes everything. Hello, beautiful friend. Oh my goodness. Today, do I ever have a big topic for you? One that I actually didn't know if I would ever share it, but I've got a big reason as to why I want to. So today I'm talking about my divorce. Ugh, I don't even like that word. I wish we could come up with another word for it. So I'm sharing it because I know through my healing journey, the thing that's helped me the most has been listening to other women's stories and how they've gone on to flourish, uh, find love again, whether that's in a romantic partnership or just finding like a love of themselves and a love for life and just feeling hopeful and excited again. And those stories really, especially at the beginning, are what kept me going and would give me a boost on some really dark days. And so as I've been reflecting back and feeling a lot stronger, I thought, you know what, I need to share this. And whether you've gone through a divorce, you're going through a separation, you're going through a challenging time um, in any area. I hope that there are some nuggets in here for you today because there was a time where all I saw was darkness. I literally, for the first time in my life, didn't know what I was going to do, what direction I was headed. I didn't know where I was going to live. I I literally did not know anything. And I remember thinking, I just see darkness. And in my life, I've had a lot of grief. I've had a lot of loss. And from a young age, I've, I lost my best friend when I was in grade four and since then lost family members. So I know that feeling of grief. However, when I was in the state of grief, I kind of, I always knew the next step, like other parts of my life were okay. And so I could just focus on that grief. Whereas this time around, I felt like I was grieving And I also didn't know, like the rest of my life was kind of in chaos and and turmoil. And I was like, wow, I just, I remember saying to my soon to be ex-husband, like, I don't know, I don't know how to even put one foot in front of the other. So before we get started, I want to first um, just state three things that um, I'm going to keep to in this podcast and and I want to do this with the utmost respect and privacy for my ex as well. So number one, I want you to know that we are still friends and that does not work for everybody. It's not always possible. It was actually from the moment that I knew that this was going to happen. It was something that I truly wanted. Now, do we stay friends for life? Who knows, right? There's always those, we always have friendships that kind of because of distance or time or whatever, or changes in what you're doing will kind of dwindle away. So I don't know about that, but I know that 
right now it was and going forward in the near future that that was very important for me. And so you can be rest assured that I will have the utmost respect for him in this conversation. Number two is that I will not definitely make him look bad in this. Uh, That is not the point of this podcast episode. The point of this episode is to share with you how I was able to put a foot in front of the other, how I was able to, um, and I'm still in it to some degree. I don't think you heal that quickly. We're about nine to 10 months in, um, but I'm definitely a lot further in the journey than I thought that I would be. And so that I'm forever grateful. So that is one promise is that I will not, this is not about bashing the partner at all. And number three, there's always two sides to everything. And I am by no means innocent and I don't want this to come across as I'm innocent. I also will not be sharing uh, great detail of kind of more personal things. The point is really the principles out of this. So, ooh, so like I said, I want to share this because when women shared with me their journeys, it really helped me so much. And so when I thought about the podcast and I thought of what is the purpose of this podcast, it's really to help in particular women. I know there's some lovely guys that listen in too, and this can help any everyone, but in particular for women to live healthy, strong, physically strong, mentally strong, um, and vibrant lives. And that means also kind of the emotional side of our life as well, our past, all of that. It's really difficult to be in, to say that we're healthy, even if we're healthy, um, physically, if emotionally we're not taking care of that side of our lives. So that's a big part of the reason why I wanted to share this. So when this, when this happened, it definitely completely, um, and utterly blindsided me. It wasn't what I expected. Um, I didn't see it coming. And I think that that's what made it for me personally um, a little bit worse because I didn't feel like I was prepared for it. Um, so I, at the beginning, was just simply really angry, really angry at him, really angry um just angry. And that's not a feeling that I'm very comfortable with because I don't spend a lot of time in that space. But as I reflected on it, I realized I was actually angry at myself. I was angry at myself because I went into a relationship and I've been doing this all my life. So this was not just in this situation. And again, ladies, this is why I want to share this with you because I think sometimes we can really see similarities in each other's stories. One is I knew early on that our values were not aligned. And I've always said, I really wish that they would teach us about values when, you know, in childhood and through our teenage years and when we're kind of going into our early twenties and, and learn about them and understand how important they are and how they will impact everything. I ignored so many things that were against my values. And of course, even though our lives, our day-to-day lives were amazing, 
I, someone once said to me, oh, you, I knew that something was up when you kept posting, when you post, would post photos of you guys being all happy. Hey, look, we were genuinely really happy in our day-to-day lives. We lived very similar lifestyles and, um, had great conversation. Know that conversation is not the same as communication, but we did have great conversation and, um, I was, I was smitten with, with my husband and still was until the end. And so, um, yeah, so I ignored our values because it felt like enough of us was good enough. Enough of us was, um, was wonderful. However, if your values are aligned, it eventually starts to unravel. So, for me, one one pattern that I have been doing for so long, and this is where I became so angry at myself, and I'm going to say I didn't just do this in this relationship. I have done it in others, and I've sp- since spoken to women, uber successful women, powerful women who have also fallen into this, and so this is why I wanted to share this. One thing that I have always done is give my money to partners, whether it's paying for everything, whether it's um, being too extravagant with things, whether it's uh, taking responsibility of paying everything so that they can, you know, work on their dream or whatever it is that they want. And I provide that stability for them. And wow, (laughs) I just... I didn't even think that there was anything wrong with that. And don't get me wrong. If you're in a relationship and you have sat down and made an agreement as to how that's going to work for you and you have and you as a couple have decided like, yes, you're going to take the brunt of this for now and they're going to do it then or, or later or whatever it is that works for you, but you've, you've discussed it and, and you're that, that's what you want to do. That can work. What I'm talking about is when we do it subconsciously and that I've been doing for many years from a young age. And I know for me, it's linked to childhood trauma. I was raised by a single mom who's amazing and always provided for us and would work a million different jobs and um, did what was hard and we never went without. And I'm so grateful for her. And I know because of her, that's where I have that drive, that drive to always be okay uh, financially. And to I've always been very smart with my money apart from once I get into a relationship. And then that all goes out the window. I keep working hard, but then it the money starts to go somewhere else. And for me, when I got really clear as to why I was angry at myself. This was a big one. And I believe it's connected to um, having a father that didn't pay child support. And don't get me wrong. Again, I love my dad and we do have a relationship now. And I don't know that that part ever healed for me because if I somewhere along the line, I linked money with love. And wow, I have to say, I never would have realized that if I didn't go through this experience. And for that, I am forever grateful. 
I'm going to talk a little bit more about that later on. I'm going to, going to give you five, five really powerful tools and five things that really worked for me in order to move forward. Number three, um, the next thing I want to talk about was communication in terms of values. Communication is not the same thing as conversation. I've, I love good conversation. It's fun. I can small talk with the best of them. I can have deeper conversations, but communication is very different. And again, another pattern that I've been in is not great communication. So whether it was coming from my partner on the other side, and, and again, I'm going to, when I'm referring to my partner, I'm referring to all partners. This, this has been a pattern for me. It hasn't just been with, with, um, with my ex. Uh, communication is everything. It's really being able to ask the hard questions. And I know for me, there were questions about my future, our future together, plans, um, family situations, uh, financial situations, where I needed to be asking some tough questions, some really tough questions, because I was feeling very um, nervous about my future and and not safe. Yet I did not ask these questions because I did not want the answers. And I, that was hard for me to accept. And that's another part where the anger at myself came from. Maybe if I'd asked those questions, those hard questions at the beginning, maybe the relationship would have ended a lot sooner. And we could have both been in situations that would have fulfilled us and made us feel a lot better. Or, Maybe we would have resolved those situations if we'd had those tough conversations. Either way, it would have been a win-win. And so if you find it hard to have those tough conversations, I'm going to really encourage you to find a way, find a way to ask those questions, not when you're in anger, not when you're in despair, but at a time, like maybe even make a plan for it and just say, you know, like, I really would love to talk about this part in our life. When can we do it? And maybe make a date out of it, go for a walk in the forest or go for a coffee together and just ask those tough questions. Don't be afraid. That's my biggest (laughs) advice. And that's something that I definitely um, am working on moving into my, into my future and not just in romantic partners, but in, in all friendships, there are really difficult questions that sometimes we just find that hard, but it is so worth it. So like I said, I was really angry at myself for not being able to, for ignoring my values, for not being able to have really good communication and ask those hard questions. And I've often been with people who also, um, didn't find found communication very difficult as well. So even asking the hard questions, if I would try sometimes that there was an avoidance there and I understand that. And so now, <laughs> not at the time, I would just get frustrated. So it's really about making that commitment to each other to be able to communicate about really hard things. Okay, so what are some things that I did to move forward? or And what can you do to move forward if you're like in this space of absolute darkness? You're like, I just don't know. I don't know which way to go. And like I said, this can be in the area of relationships, but it can be, it can apply to other areas in our life. Number one, the first thing that helped me was 
I told myself that my next decision didn't need to be a forever decision. It just needed to be something that moved me forward. Even if it ended up being the wrong decision, it was in the future that I could change it later, but I needed to get in motion because just sitting there and crying or being in despair or being in anger, like none of that was going to help me or to change anything. And so my first decision was to find myself a place to live. And that I didn't know. I was like, do I stay in a city that I love where I have, you know, incredible cousins and friends. And I just, you know, it was, it's the place where I was born and I felt a deep connection there or do I move back to my hometown and if you don't know (laughs) if you don't know me that well you know that moving back to my hometown is probably it's just something that I never wanted to do never thought that I would do but I made the decision to move to my own hometown when I started to look at my bigger goals when I started to look at what I needed for healing I knew that I needed to be closer to family and my immediate family. I knew that just being in their presence would help me to heal. I knew that I needed to be in a place that was going to be affordable because I have big goals as to where I want my finances to go. And so I didn't want that money going um, by living in a city that is truly incredibly expensive, at least for the stage that I'm at right now. Things will change though. (laughs) So I made the decision to move back to the small town that I'm from. So that was the first one. And I told myself, it doesn't have to be forever. I could go for a year. I could go for two years, whatever I decide. But I just needed to make that first move. So that really helped to start get to get things into motion. Number two is allow yourself to feel it all. I know for me, being in this world of personal growth and positivity, that I became uncomfortable to of feeling anger, a feeling rage of expressing that. And I decided I was going to let those emotions all out of my body. And I've spoken about that before because I I mentioned this book all the time by Dr. Valerie um, called Patriarchy Stress Disorder. And it's an incredible book that helped me on my journey. And funny enough, I had actually come across her book and read it a week before my husband asked for our separation. And, and it, it was just incredible, the timing of it, because it really helped me a lot to be able to process those emotions. And like I said, I spent a little bit of time angry at him. But when I say little, very little, like I said, we're friends and I understand the place that he's coming from. There was no deep betrayal between us, but I understand how complex his life is and has been. And so I have a lot of compassion for him. Uh, So I was angry and don't get me wrong. Sometimes I'm still angry at him, but it was, the rage was never at him ever. It was always truly at myself for allowing myself to come off course, for allowing myself to again, um, ignore my values and ignore my truest self. So that was number two, allow yourself to feel it all. Number three, I got this one from Dave Hollis, who's who was married to Rachel Hollis. Um, if you don't know Rachel Hollis, she wrote that book, uh, Girl, Wash Your Face. And they divorced this year. And after many years of marriage, I think like 18. And he said something once on his stories that really helped me a ton. He said, 
every day during his divorce, during those really dark times, he wrote a gratitude journal and he wrote five things that was good about divorce. And I was like, whoa, I've always written gratitude journals. So that wasn't hard for me. But to write down good things about divorce, I was like, oh my goodness, how, like, where do you even start? But you know, I started that practice and it made a massive impact. I was, I'm so grateful for just seeing his story at the perfect timing. I think the universe is incredible and is always sending us messages and helping us to move forward and helping us to heal as, as so long as we are open to it. Okay, just I digress for a second. If you hear any kind of water in the background, my my indoor um, aeroponic garden just <laughs> turned on. Sounds like a little bit like a waterfall. Okay, so that was number three. Number four is healing the past. When I say that... I made that connection between my childhood and my father and really making that um, link, learning that link between money and love and the pattern that I was in. That was not something that I really was ever consciously aware of. That has come through this process of healing and doing a lot of reading and watching a lot of videos. And um, I even took a course with Linda Evenin, which was incredible. Um, those kind of things helped me to finally connect, make that connection. And now that I'm aware of that connection and that pattern, now I can start to heal that and move forward. But if I don't, if I just ignore everything that happened and why it happened and my part in it, because I definitely had a part in it. Like I said, there's always two sides to everything. Um, then I will just move that forward into the next relationship. And for me, it's really important to take this most painful, definitely most painful part of my life and turn it into a real healing and moving forward and creating something beautiful in the future. Because what I want next is very different to what I have, what I was experiencing. So that's number four is find ways to heal your past. Again, I don't believe in staying in the past for long. Like I know what my pattern is now and now it's time to move forward. It's very easy to sometimes just always be also kind of looking for the negative. I don't see that as a negative. I know my father loves me very much and the um, the whole thing between be about child support was not between me and him. It was between him and my mother. And, um, you know, just knowing that connection, I can now, like I said, move forward. Number five was physical health. Okay, I'm going to be honest. I did not even want, to, I didn't want to eat healthy. I didn't want to work out. I didn't want to do anything because I just thought, what's the point? I was in a real kind of moving into depression and thinking, what's the point of being healthy? What's the point? What's the purpose of life? What's the purpose of anything? I really, it really got dark. And I remember one day just thinking, wow, like I know for a fact that God has a purpose for me. Like I was created in love and with purpose. And how can I be kind of insulting that and kind of just dismissing the miracle that I am? Because we are all a miracle. And we are all here for a reason. And that propelled me forward into 
really starting to make health my priority. And the first thing I did, because it felt hard, was create a morning routine. A morning routine literally was the biggest game changer in my health. And not to say that my health had really gone off track um, by a ton, but I could see these patterns coming in and I didn't have that, that excitement for really good quality food and that excitement for moving my body. I just, that had just left because when you're depressed or you're moving into depression, you just start to not see the purpose in things. And so I created this morning routine. I still don't know why I did it, but I'm telling you, it was a game changer. If you're looking to change your health in any way, start with a morning routine. So for me, I wake up, I have 20, 22 ounces of water. That's my first thing. I write in my gratitude journal and then I move my body. It's not a workout. When I say I move my body for 15 minutes, I'll do like a mobility workout or I'll do a little bit of yoga, just something to move. And then from there, I'll go on and have my breakfast, look at what I have planned for the, for the day and then go on. But those first three things are key. And then what I would find is like, yeah, sometimes the rest of the day I would spend crying and it just, you know, like the day would not go as planned, but that was okay. I had this part of the day that I had like really clear boundaries boundaries around. And I knew if at the very least that I had done something good for my body. And so from that, it just kind of, it would, it just naturally progressed. And eventually I just started to feel really good again and, um, things really shifted, but that was really key to keeping me grounded. So my friend, that's my journey. Um, like I said, I wasn't sure if I was going to share this. I wasn't sure if I was ever going to be ready, but when women started sharing with me, their stories. And I saw how much that healed me. I knew there might be someone out there that needs to hear this too. And like I said, it might be around divorce, might be around another area in your life. I hope that those, um, that those tips that I shared with you that helped me move forward from the darkness into the light, that they will help you as well. So thanks for listening in. I so appreciate you. If you've enjoyed this episode, please leave me a review on iTunes. It really means the world. It makes a huge difference to this podcast and it's totally motivating when people um, post lovely things. So that helps me as well. Okay. Have a beautiful day. Thank you so much for listening in today. I know time is precious and I'm grateful you shared yours with me. It would mean the world to me if you felt an impact, a moment of inspiration, or learned something new. If you would share it with those you care about and leave me a review on iTunes. I'd love to know what spoke to you or what you'd like to hear more of. Your sharing and leaving a review would help so much on this journey to making an impact on as many people as possible. It's worth it. I know from experience, there are moments when something we hear has the possibility of changing everything.